0: you are listening to i'm ready 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 to talk now you know what i just noticed i have never formally introduced myself on any of my podcasts ever this is why would I not do that? Well, my name is Jamil Miles. Jesus Christ, that is really unprofessional. Um, It's only episode three. (laughs) Oh man, so now you guys know. Great. And uh, yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm really excited because it's been 13 years and I don't really know my uh, my demographic. All all five of my followers, <laughs> um, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I don't know if you listen to a band called Tool, but um, they are finally putting out an album, and uh, it's due out August 30th of 2019. Uh, It's been 13 years and You know, as fans we've been waiting And um, yeah, some have been very Very impatient um, But You know, others have been listening to other things And doing other shit And living our lives Like you're supposed to And uh, yeah, it's finally out But The problem is Like it was in 2001 And in 2006 uh, The album was leaked a week early to its release and uh obviously that's not fair that shit is not cool and uh i think all it took was some dipshit who works at i think like an amazon factory just yoink yoink that fucking cd and uh obviously took it home and uploaded that bitch uh to the inner interwebs And, yeah, so people got the CD version, not the MP3 version that has 10 tracks. The CD version has seven. And, yeah, just uploaded that onto the web. And um, there you go. Of course, I'm pretty sure that the band's not happy, but they knew that that was going to happen. And, you know, what are you going to do? It's been going on for way too long. Um, You know, that's called pirating. (laughs) So... Uh, but you know uh, I'm excited about the album still uh, that doesn't ruin it and uh, and yeah it it is what it is Um, but that's not what I'm about to talk about Uh, I guess pirating is on the table today Um, and at least for this segment and I don't know like I said I don't know who is uh, this also applies to I don't know who out of my five followers um who was born in the 80s but I was born in 83 Uh, I am 36 now so I grew up in the 90s in the 90s um, uh, as a child it was very good to me Uh, so much crazy radical uh, just the dopest artistry came out of the 90s for me and uh, I don't know what what it was like for, for you guys, but, you know, parental advisory, you know, explicit records, you know, were a big deal in my household uh, for the most part. I grew up on, you know, funk and jazz, like all my dad's LPs and all that stuff, but of course, you know, I'm a kid, I'm a hip hop kid, so, you know, there's a lot of hip hop that just had explicit lyrics, and uh, my parents would not purchase any of those albums for me at all. So, I don't know what pirating um, explicit hip-hop albums were for you, but for me, it was the hardest shit to do. It was so goddamn difficult to do this. And I know, like, nowadays, you know, it, it, it's 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 so easy to, to pirate, you know, stuff. It's just you no know, clicks, and, you know, you can just find it online, and blah, blah, blah. But... Pirating music in the early 90s was really hard for a 10-year-old boy. Um, You know, well, that's until Napster and friends reared its ugly head uh, with just a few couple clicks and proceeded to choke the fucking life out of the music industry, all right? So, um, I'm going to tell you a little story, and I'm going to tell you exactly how I pirated music meaning and not so much as like what it is today it's nowhere near close to what it is today but we just handed stuff to our friends and hey check this out listen to this this is what i this is what i got from my older brother or from my cousin and this is what we're listening to and yada 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 sometimes people got 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 the newest shit you know like the new stuff and you would want to take it home and say hey listen i'll bring it right back i'm just gonna record it and then i'll bring it back to you for the most part you're not getting that shit back so that had to stop because people were just taking other people's shit home and then forgetting about it or they have amnesia and you know uh you see them the next day on on the bus and they're like you never gave me an album yes you did uh i gave you wu-tang's album and i want my shit back uh wu-tang forever and uh, they would deny it. So that had to stop, right? This is my story on how I used to pirate music. Find yourself a like-minded, you know, friend, a classmate that has a boombox, jambox. I called mine a jambox. Call them up and ask if they bought Doggy Style. Alright? Set up a meeting. During you know the lunch period for the hours of you know 3:45 to you know 5:30 p.m. because the parents don't come home till about 5:45 six. Uh, so once all that's taken care of, that's all been established. You know, bell rings. You go home. You go grab grab your gear. All right. You pack all that shit up. You get to walking. All right. Bring over, are the things that you need are. Your jam box and one blank cassette tape. That's all you needed. That's it. Alright? Your noble friend will supply the rest. They always did. So, once you arrive at the crib, hanging out, you show up, you know, you're just talking for like a moment, and you're like, yo, how's the album sound? They always reply back with, yo, the shit's dope. It's quality shit, right? So getting excited, you know, you both go in, go into his room, plug in the jam box, you both insert tapes, push both jam boxes together, speaker to speaker, or else the shit ain't going to work. Speaker to speaker. You got to do the audio level check first, all right? That's how you just had to, all right? You've burned yourself too many times. Uh, do, do the quick audio check Play it for about 30 seconds Get a nice level, make sure everything's good Boom Once everything is good to go You both look at one another And and you go Shh I hit deuces, he hits play. We both walk out the bedroom, shutting the door as quietly as possible. We end up in the kitchen, you know, getting there in the kitchen, chopping it up with them, eating fucking pizza bites uh, until side A is done. Once side A is done, you both entered the room and you got to do a check. So you got to check and make sure that side A recorded the very last song once you do that you're making sure that it didn't cut off and what happens fuck fuck it cut off right so you missed the last remaining minute of side a what do you do you switch that fucker over switch your blank tape over to side b to record the last song of side a All right. Mind you, you got to wait in the room now. It's only, you know, three and a half minutes, four minutes. So you just have to wait in the room. You and your buddy just waiting there and you're desperately trying not to cough, (laughs) sneeze, fart, basically laugh. But there's there's always the friend that's going to want to make you laugh and ruin your goddamn take. So he's wanting to hump the side or the edge of his fucking bed as he's staring at his poster of like Aaliyah and tlc and you know stuff like that and of course you can't help but laugh but you're trying you have your hand over your mouth and you're just trying not to fuck up this take so once that's done you know it's all clear you flip over doggy style to side b pun intended to record the last 30 minutes all right you you have to re-enter the kitchen talk about the dumb shit you were talking about before until side b is completed once it's done you do the check again you make sure that side b is all good once it's all clear you know y'all talk you know give each other daps cool you're packing up all your shit. And basically you need to get the fuck out of there as quickly as possible, because now it's probably like 535 or something like that. And you know that his parents are coming home. His parents don't want black people in the house. And I always have to keep that in mind. I grew up in the suburbs for the most part. And uh, yeah, as my brother uh, puts it, uh, we were cul-de-sac niggas. So we had to get out of our friends' houses whenever the parents weren't there for the most part uh so as you're walking down the street you know you got your tape and your walkman this brand new doggy style record in your fucking walkman and you're listening to something that you just recorded all right now you think that it's done right it's not done this is you're not done yet you're almost there you're really close you got to get home before your parents or your siblings come home something because when you get home you need to pop that tape pop that tape back in the deck back in your jam box and you need to record over the last song that was cut off you need to put dead dead air on side a you have to do that all right once that's done boom you got yourself a fucking tape you got yourself a snoop Dogg tape Now you have yourself a free fuck you, mom and dad, copy of Doggy Style from '93. Basically, yeah, and that's what we did. It's exactly what I did. It uh, it makes you proud, you know, and you hold and you hold on to all of that until CDs arrive, and then you act like that shit never happened. So yeah, there you go. That's what we did. What we did. What we did. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. it. <sighs> Dog is style. Doggy style. Doggy style. I sometimes, not often, but when I do, I just chill on a couch and I just put the TV off and I just drift off and think about shit. And sometimes my childhood pops up and I think about like the dumb shit that I did, the the things that I could have done that would have landed me somewhere else. Um, I think about all kinds of shit, and I just think about like you know ah uh, the youth uh uh how fucking how generations y, y- you know like change with with kids you, you know like there aren't many kids in this generation that grew up like me, so uh but there's still there there's some similarities there, and all and there's some things that haven't changed whatsoever. Why I bring this up is because, uh, you know, there was a mystery that my partner and I have been trying to solve, and it's the uh, trash mystery in our in our alley. In our alley, you know, homeless people do come by uh with their little shopping carts and we can hear them and they shuffle around and shit you know but it's you know it's nothing crazy you know at the moment anyway my partner and i were trying to figure out this uh this mystery and we're like what the fuck is going on I'm like who keeps leaving trash in our alley and this is like food trash this is like you know fast food stuff like uh jack in the box and burger king you know stuff like that and you know it was a del taco shit that's just hanging about and chick-fil-a would show up every now and again i'm like the fuck is going on and first thing that came to my mind is like okay this is ridiculous homeless people don't eat fucking chick-fil-a i could be super insensitive or just ignorant let's let's just say ignorant but i'm gonna go out on a limb and say homeless people don't fucking ask for money and then go to chick-fil-a and like burn all their fucking cash even if you give them two dollars they can't afford shit at chick-fil-a so i'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going on and so uh the past you know several months uh there's this girl who lives like four houses up the street and uh she always gets picked up and dropped off in our alley not in front of her house, not in her driveway, and she looks like she's maybe like in high school. And so I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, you know, what the fuck is this all about? And obviously, you know, parents probably don't want her hanging out with these individuals, you know? So we've been there, we've been kids. So, uh there's a guy that picks her up who's in a Prius, and then there is a woman, a little girl who picks her up who's in a dodge charger um engine is fucking gorgeous it sounds amazing <sighs> my goodness but that's not the point the point is is that these are the people that pick that pick her up and drop her off well the Prius dude I'm not worried about him I think he's just trying to get some pussy hey do your thing man whatever have at it be fucking safe so the the girl in the charger she is has been the one dropping off trash in our fucking alley i have been washing dishes and i've seen this vehicle but i guess i guess i guess i just didn't like see it you know like i couldn't see it and then i finally saw it and when i wash dishes i always have like the window open the blinds are open yada 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 and i'm I'm literally watching this watching this girl like dumping off like a third of a fucking burrito uh there's like a wake uh, uh, uh makeup wipes on on the ground uh there was two like coffee size cups full of whatever liquid fill in the blank uh and she's just dropping off and her friend comes up to the door to her car door the passenger side door and like throws out a fucking napkin and i'm like the fuck is going on why are you doing this and i'm kind of like conflicted i'm like should i just bang on a window and say something or what what should i do meanwhile my partner is sleep she's knocked knocked the fuck out so she's not hearing or seeing any of this so i'm trying to figure, figure out like what's the best action like where should i what should i do so i they get in the car and they fucking go all right I wake up my partner, and I'm like, hey, or no, uh, she just wakes up randomly. And I'm like, hey, listen, uh, I I finally figured out who's been dropping off all this fucking trash in the alley. And I tell her who it is. She's like, okay. And I'm like, we need to have a conversation with them. All right. Um, I guess this this is what you do now when you're in your fucking mid-30s. You just want to have a conversation with people about the environment. I don't know. I guess I skipped that in my 20s the clipboard scene and all that stuff so uh she agrees and uh i predicted that they would be back in a few hours hey they came back in a few fucking hours how did i know that i don't know uh so they show up my partner ends up going back to sleep i'm like well, well god damn it all right cool so um uh they come back because because again i hear the engine and i'm like that fucking engine damn it's fucking sexy that that, it's a but that's not the point the point is is that i need to have a conversation with this fucking girl so i wake i wake my partner up i'm like yo listen they're back hey let's go have a conversation with them she's all groggy and she's put put on clothes and so uh before we go out there we honestly say again i think we mentioned it beforehand that hey listen you know she suggested hey let me let me talk let me speak first let me introduce myself first because you know <laughs> White bitches. am i right so uh uh i let her you know go out there you know we both go out there and she knocks on a window and you know and just woke up so she put on some clothes uh she still has glitter on her body from a show that she did the night before and uh so she looks like she just walked out of a fucking i, I don't know bernie man installation or some shit and uh and the girl rolls in her window she's like hi she's like my partner says hey hi my name is uh and listen um can you please not throw uh, garbage in our um uh, Allie, please. Um, the city doesn't pick this up. We do. We have to pick this up. The city doesn't come by and pick up uh, trash on the ground. So the girl's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do it. Um, I don't know what you mean. And she's like, Well, uh, you know, can you please not do that? And she's like, Uh huh. Okay. And I'm watching her eyes. And her eyes are like, Fuck, I've been made shit. I'm trying to figure out the next thing I need to say, how do I get around this? And then finally she just like, kind of like, you know, stiffens up and you know, says, I didn't do that. So I don't know what you're talking about. And and I look at her and and I say, yes, you did. I've been watching you through the window. I was washing dishes and I watched you dump out all, all of this that's on the ground currently right now. I watched you do that. And her eyes went from like squinty to open to like oh fuck to all right and i said is that okay with with you if you can stop doing that, please is that all right and i'm saying it like multiple times because i i think i am trying to annoy her and she's and she goes oh, oh okay all right yeah fine fine yes yes okay cool yeah yeah right 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 got it got it got it got it so she obviously gave herself away and uh And then yeah, we go inside, grab the broom and dustbin and my partner grabs gloves and we're picking all the stuff up in front of her so she knows. That's why we left it out there. Like I was telling my partner that it's okay for us to leave it out there. Let's not pick it up. Let's leave it out there so we can confront her. And it's there because you can't deny what you've already seen. You just can't. So it's there and you know that you did it. So we pick it all up and then... Her friend ends up showing up, and then they then they take off. Pretty sure they talk mad shit about us, too. Uh, but that's okay. That's, that's quite all right. You can talk as much shit as you want to. Um, my babe and I are trying to save the alley one day at a time, guys. Okay, this is what we do. We just want to save the alley. Uh, yeah, our our fear is that because this is a kid, uh, this is a entitled fucking girl who has an amazing car that she doesn't deserve that i'm pretty sure that uh papa or someone bought it for her uh that she might retaliate in some weird way because she wants to be cool and she wants to keep that status up that she's a rebel because she throws out trash and she has a really cool car i know i keep mentioning that but you know that's not the point and uh and yeah uh You know, Halloween's around the corner, so, you know, uh, (laughs) we're not trying to play that shit. And uh, so we're going to keep a lookout for that. And uh, I just don't want her to try and, you know, be all tough and try and, you know, know, save her family name or something, You, you know, in honor of her family name. I must do this deed because I'm a, I don't know, a Wilson or some shit. And, you know, this is how we roll. Her friend might egg her on. She might try to impress her friend or some shit. I don't know. But um, anyway, uh, I'm from Texas. I don't know if I've mentioned that (laughs) before. Uh, But yeah, we really, really enjoy guns. Guns, 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 guns. guns. (sighs) I'm just joking (sighs) about the guns part. I'm just playing. Or... Am I? Just playing? We'll never know. (laughs) Anyway, so um, thanks, guys, uh, for hanging out. Um, Thank you very much. And I've mentioned this before. I stutter. I'm a stammerer, that whole thing. And uh, this is just a way for me to get things out. I know I'm not speaking to you face-to-face, but I am putting a microphone to my mouth, and I am trying to do my best to speak as clearly as possible. And uh and also use my weird little brain to create this podcast of mine. So uh thank you guys very much and as always I like to leave off with some music. And um there's a really you know, there's a good friend of mine back at home. Uh, he lives in San Antonio, Texas. His name is uh Benjamin Crowley. Does amazing he's he's a he's a visual artist and uh he's also a a great musician and his name of this band is called brainwave two v's in wave uh... i'm gonna play a song it's called human behavior and uh... yeah it's off of his uh... record called transpose elevation uh... you can find ben on any social media outlet you can buy his albums uh... on bandcamp uh... check him out he's on instagram facebook all that stuff get on Bandcamp, check him out, but he also distributes cassette tapes. (laughs) So, awesome times. Thank you guys, and uh, I guess I will be seeing you guys probably six months from now, because these things take forever. All right, later.